Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Benil Red Cross Youth Council Mental Health Campaign Hashtag Usap Tayo And we have another guest for this afternoon or morning Depending on kailan nyo siya pinapakinggan uh, We have Adrian Duarte Hi Adrian! Hi Erica, good afternoon or good morning Kung kailan nyo siya pakinggan <laughs> Ayan, so I hope you don't mind me calling you AD in the podcast Yeah, no, no worries Okay so, um, our topic for to this afternoon's podcast is all about mental health because it's one of the campaigns that the Benilde Red Cross, Red Cross Youth Council is advocating for. And the title for our podcast is It's All About Love, Tools to Help You Manage Your Physical, Mental, Emotional Health. You chose this title, right? So, would you mind yeah. um, sharing with me why you chose this title? Okay, so this this title, um, you know how everything in a lot of the things in the world right now that we have, they have been talking about self-love, they have been talking about self-care, they have been talking about protecting your energies and all the like. Um, <clears throat> I have my own podcast that, that focuses around on mastering, not mastering, but learning through your experiences, through self-reflection and all the like. It's called Love, Growth and Freedom. If you want to check it out also, it's on Spotify. But the reason why I picked this is that <clears throat> at a time like this right now, um, in a pandemic, being at home, doing a lot of things under and trying to keep yourself afloat, head above water, what mm-hmm. you feel like talking about, it's all about love, meaning you are trying to have that space for yourself that you don't normally do. As people, we're like pleasers, we want people to be whatever. Mm-hmm. So doing this, I wanted the title to be something that we all could do in our own. Like, how, why is it all about love? How do we manage those kinds of physical and mental, emotional health that we have, especially in the spaces that we have in our own homes? So, yeah, yes. that's the title that I thought of. If I may ask, what is your definition of love? Okay, my definition of love is actually, you know, love is a universal language, as we call it. Everybody can feel it, everybody can sense it. And how it is genuine for each and everybody and each and everyone is always so different. Like a fingerprint, it's different. The way you love, the way you feel love is very different from yes, anyone. Yes, but I agree. going deep into it, going deep into that idea of your self-care and self-love as well, it's also that different footprint for you. Now what you do for yourself and your inner peace. Is will trans. It's gonna translate to a lot of the things that you do also in your life and how you perceive being loved. So yeah, um, love is really more of that language, that footprint, your way of communicating your actions and your mm-hmm. um, any words. Yeah. So love is very subjective, right? So it's yeah, really it depends. It really depends on how you perceive love to be. Um, it. Kaya nga tayo may different love languages, diba, I think. Exactly. Um, you, may, you may feel love through um, physical touch or through giving gifts, giving acts of service. So, yeah, I would agree with you with, uh, with that. But um, in terms of self-love, I think that's one of the most... Actually, it's ironic because I think dapat mas alam pa nating mahalin yung sarili natin right but i think in this exactly. generation i'm not sure but in this generation mas na emphasize yung fact that we only we don't know how to love ourselves we put in we put in effort in loving other people before us kaya tayo nauubos diba kaya may term na nauubos ka so 
Yeah. In your experience, I- I'm pretty sure you started your podcast because um, you advocate for self love because you you yeah. experienced experienced the journey of um, uh, the challenge of finding that love within yourself. Your kaya 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 nagstart ka advocating for it, right? Would you mind yes. sharing with us um, some of the challenges and how you how you overcame these challenges and you know found that path to self love and you know just putting yourself in front of others? Okay, thank you so much for that's a, a very wonderful question, like very anyone. But the thing here is, um, I just want to start it off that like self love, a journey on self love doesn't stop at any point. Even up until now, I am learning to love myself the best way I could. And then, like, the way that I'm doing it now, I've been sharing it on the podcast, I've been doing it on TikTok, and I've been receiving a lot of that positive vibe and energy that people are saying, I want your inner peace, I want your like this. Well, the, the way that I got to that level was in a journey of a lot of self-doubt. I went through self-doubt, I went through overcompensating, I went through all those, even heartbreak, to realize that all that I've been looking for, all that I've been, you know, doing, I could define myself. My worth as a person does not rely on any external forces, not my job, not what I earn, but on what I do as a person and who I choose to be. So the journey coming up to that, obviously, um, starts off as I'm a gay person. I'm gay. I'm in the LGBTQIA community. And growing up in mm-hmm. that community, you will experience people telling you you're not good enough. I've been told that I shouldn't be in school because I was gay, even in a Catholic school. I I grew up having to face people telling me I'm never gonna amount to something because I am gay. Just because of that one fact that I am gay. And I believe that for X numbers of years until high school. Um, and then I had a turning point where I decided in high school, uh, first year high school, it was an experience. I always tell this to anybody that, like, why am I standing up to police? Why am I getting talk? It's because I was bullied crazily back in um, first year high school where a guy, um, a varsity player, actually peed in my water jug, like, like a big ass water jug what? inside of it. Yeah, exactly. For oh fun. For fun sport. I don't know. And that's when I decided, I was like, no, I'm not going to let anyone run my life anymore. So that's where I become focused on understanding what I was going through, seek help when I needed to. So I went to the guidance office as often as I could, trying to figure out the turmoil within me. And that's why I became like a lot of other things more. And that's when I discovered I can be more than the people, what people are telling me, what people are putting me into a box. So I became president, then I became auditor of the student council, and then I became vice president of the student council, graduating, even joined here. So it was a lot of going through those doubts. But in those, while I was doing that, of course, I was practicing all those. I was, I was taking in all the words that I've been hearing and I've been asking like help I've been saying what could I have done more what could I, it was always a process of what could have I done better so it was yeah and that that came after a point that came into a realization that all of the, the motivations I had also was 
born out of hate. I wanted to make everybody suffer after. Like I wanted to show the world I am not just who they're trying to tell me to be. And then like I'm more than just what they're trying. I, it was hateful. It was a hateful moment. Out of spite. Then, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was like a revenge, you know, like a revenge mm-hmm. game talaga siya. Then reaching in college um our guidance counselor and sure you know, mom shall she told me yes. you know, yeah she told me something before I graduated so this was regarding my gender Parang, I don't owe it to anybody to tell them the truth yet I I am I get to do that I get to decide that so you know I was really growing up as someone hateful and then I was given those chances to self-reflect and I took every minute of it every ounce of it and then I achieved like full blown lang after a breakup so fast fast forward sorry fast forward to college um, fast forward to college that's when I figured out that my friends really doesn't really care whatever like no one in college really cares of what you are after like not in high school that everybody's just gonna like oh my gosh she's gay oh my god oh my god like no that yeah. doesn't happen in college <laughs> they don't really make a big deal out of it and I, that's when I realized like oh nobody really cares about me Like nobody really cares of what I do, except like and people around me and people I surround myself with. So that's when it started becoming something that okay, I'm 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 gonna be hella proud of myself. You know, I'm not bad. I'm not anything, but I do the things that I do. I'm sassy as as who I am, but that mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that I'm less of any person. So that that came with an inner peace, accepting my own sexuality in college and being able to yeah, I'm gay. And I'm the gayest you'd ever see. Like I'm cliche gay. I'm an iced coffee gay. Like I <laughs> put myself that into that box because that's true. Because that's the truth that I've been living for. And when I did that, I was totally free, totally free from that anguish that I was feeling. And then I was beginning. That was the start of truly loving myself for me, seeing myself in the mirror and say, "Well, you're ugly today, but that's fine." I mean, there would be days like that. So that's how it started. Then, then I had a boyfriend of, uh, I would say, an ex. We would be lasted <laughs> five years, and then he cheated on me. So it ended badly. Then that was the year that I really worked on myself. How? Um, and practiced self love for real, like for real, worked on myself. I shut down everything. I did my normal coping mechanism, went on a dating spree, but still felt empty. So I was like, okay, this is not working. So the way that I did my self-care and self-love was more on doing the things that I love and doing the things that like I felt peace with. So that that's when I uh, performed at an open mic place, my own poetry, and then That was the signification of like, oh, I'm getting over you. I'm moving on. That's the process that has started, and I ended that moving on process with another poem, and like the poem said so much of how I practice self love. There was a line in that poem that I listened to the songs that lifted my spirits, and I did all the things that nurtured my soul. So doing all those things, that's the journey of self love for me. Was that I was learning. All the ropes of what I want without anybody else's input. Like, I want this book. That's something that's nice. I like this movie because this. I'm not gonna let anybody's opinion matter 
on that point of view of who I am because and who I want and what I like because that doesn't concern them at a certain point not unless it's gonna cause them harm so yes, that's yes. like my mindset as of now is that keeping that inner peace and I have mm-hmm. it now I have it I kind of have a grip on it like whenever I feel not at peace and wanting to react to a lot of emotional triggers in my life I write it down I'm like, oh my goodness, I am tested. My patience today is good. It's okay. Like, it really <laughs> works. Very therapeutic. Like, you do self-reflect. Yeah. Like, you understand that sometimes, whatever you're feeling at that moment, that person is also feeling something different. And so, really, self-love translates to a lot of how you're also going to deal with external forces. So, if yes. you know, that's why I like it's all about love. If you know how you're dealing with yourself, soothing yourself you know when you feel lonely how do you get out of that rut of feeling lonely and what do you accept that's why like i've always advocated for self-love because you get to be clarified clarified like there is that mental clarity that comes in you're gonna think i don't deserve this if somebody's treating you like crap i don't deserve this like that that's the annoying you would be able to discern which one you should be giving up about and which one you're not yes. supposed to give up about. So. Yes. Uh, before anything else, I'm not sure if you always hear this, but I'm really proud of you. It really takes courage, you know? It, it takes courage to, to be out there and just do what you love. And like what you said, um, being in a community where there's full of discrimination and being in, in a country where you know you're not seen and that your community is seen as if um someone as if you don't you're you're not treated as humans you know that's one of exactly, the problems yeah. right but it really takes courage for you to um, overcome these challenges because you really don't know what's after that i mean in a, in living in a world where you feel like your actions are always being um being judged by people i mean it's really hard yeah. because you're, you don't even you don't know anymore what you're gonna do it am I am I doing something wrong in the eyes of others am I doing something right in the other eyes of others it, it's frustrating but at the same time exactly. you've mentioned you started by doing the things that you love right you do you mm-hmm. started do um, discovering yourself or what, what what you're passionate about what you want to do yes start writing a poem and everything but I often hear this question from a lot of people. I don't I how do I discover what I love? That's what they often ask me. And sometimes it really it's really challenging for me to answer that because um how do we how do you really know it it, it makes me think. Eh. It makes me think. Eh, paano ko ba talaga na na-discover ko ano yung gusto kong gawin? Kasi there are a lot of things that um we may be passionate about but at the same time it's it's often also the cause of our stress. And I think it's normal for me personally. I think it's normal because there's uh, um, going through these challenges. Even if you're doing what you love, if even if you're an artist and you feel tired, you it's a it's a cause of your stress and everything. At the end of the day, if you feel like this stress is worth it, if if it's worth taking the risk, then it means you really love just you just really love what you're doing. So you keep doing it, but. In your exactly. case, how did you discover? Like, how did you find out that this is really what I love? This is gonna help me find my internal love for myself. 
Okay. You know, that's a very good question. I actually came across a thought about that the other night. And I was like, how? Okay, people, you know, I said, same thought talaga tayo. I, I had that thought, I put that as TikTok out. I was like, how? I, people keep telling other people, self-love, self-care. But what they have to understand, not all people understand or knows how to choose themselves in situations that they've been taught to choose yes. other people all the time. So yes. my okay. answer there, I had that an answer that I said is that the best way to do it is to sit with yourself. How do you do that? You get the pen and a notebook, find that moment because it's always so daunting. People are afraid to sit with themselves. People are afraid to go down deep into their thoughts, but that's the best way to know what you actually want. If you go sit down, feel everything that you have to feel. I am an advocate for feeling all the emotions because first one, emotions flow. They just wash over you like waves and you will feel loneliness, you will feel fear, anger, love. Like you will feel all those wash over you when the time comes that you are overwhelmed with that. So what I tell, what I said in that answer was that you sit down with yourself, write down all the things that you think you are, all the things that people are expecting you to be, and then putting it down to what you exactly want to be and who you are, what your dream is. Then that's where you try it out to find the passions that you have in life. Because if you don't try, if you don't even try at all, you wouldn't even know what feels good for you, what fills your heart up. Um, I'm gonna tell you a story on that naman. I, uh, I took up CDA and guess what I am now? I'm a preschool teacher. I never knew that I wanted to be a preschool teacher until I tried. So I'm a preschool teacher. My day job is I'm a host at night. So those are the things. I do those. I'm a preschool teacher, a host, and now I do radio shows then. So like, I never knew that I wanted those. I even have a podcast. I do content creating. I never knew that I wanted those until I tried. And why, like, why do I keep doing it? Sometimes I feel like I don't think I'm gonna make it at all. I don't think I'm gonna do it. Like, you know, I don't really mind. But what's in my mind right now all the time is just putting in the work, you know? Putting in the best thing that you can do each and every time. Just doing and at it. And at the end of, yeah, at the end of the day, big, small wins gather up to be big wins. You know, it's your small victories that you have and the challenges that you face in your own life goes up to be so much bigger. So, yeah, finding yourself, accepting that there are a lot of things that you can't control, the truth about the world, that it's going to be crazy, it's going to be good. It's going to give you that sense of peace that, okay, fine, I'm not in control. I'm not, like, a lot of things right now in my hands are not in my control. The pandemic, everything. What I can control is to find the little things that make me feel a little better. Like my morning coffee, like writing down in my notebook, like watching the series, appreciating what I can appreciate at that very moment. And figuring out, is it really something? Because when you sit down with yourself also, that's when you're going to realize, maybe you like this because you like it, because you're, if you have a boyfriend, your boyfriend likes it too. You like it because your mom likes it too. Do you really like it? Like You have to answer those mm-hmm. tough questions when you write yourself down and sit with yourself down. And that's when you'll realize that I am, okay, I'm completely this person. We're all shaped up to be someone because of society and ecological models. That's what I've learned in teaching. But but what I do now in teaching is I tell my kids, if you want to be this one, be this one. I let them imagine who they want to be. I ask them all the time, 
what do you want to be when you grow up? Sometimes they will answer engineer. Sometimes I want to be your veterinarian and an engineer together all the same time. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, go for it. If you can do it, go for it. Nobody's limiting you. And the only time that you are going to have limits is when you tell yourself you can't. You always, if you're always going to think about the failures that come come from you trying, but there's not, there's no failure in trying actually, because when you try, you learn. You actually have everything to gain and nothing to lose. I think my biggest takeaway for that is that when you start going out of the comfort zone, it's where self growth and well, it's where growth starts. Right, because you discover exactly. more of what you can do. Because I, I think I can also relate to you because um, I didn't really know that I could do something like I could do pod. I, I have my own podcast too. I I, I didn't know yeah, that yeah. I could host. I could do podcast. I could do this and that until I tried. Right, and it's a very uncomfortable place, but at the same time, it's where uncomfortable. It's in uncomfortability that you you know test your limits is this really what i want exactly. is this really what i can do or am i is this really worth the risk you know and i think that's one of the one of the lessons that or rather the the advice is that this generation or rather everyone else should hear because uh, we exactly. tend to normalize the fact that um parang ano lang eh, i i ha- there's this quote where in bahalana but at the same time, don't eh. we, we, we when we don't plan, when we don't we, we don't try to discover more of what exactly. we can specifically do. Parang bahala na ko after college. Bahala na ko anong kaya ko pang gawin. And then at the same time, while we can uh, we have all the time, we have all um, the chances of, you know, trying to discover ourselves. There are people who are not privileged enough because basically they just feel like they don't have a choice, right? Because yeah, um, it yeah, may and, be... And that's true. Yes, it may be because that's... of a family problem, a family setup, or because how you were taught to um, to act in your family, right? And I think in here in the Philippines, it's very relevant because... Um, who you are with your friends most of the time is very different, different from who you are with your, your family. family. Yes. Exactly. And so, what can you advise to those people who, who thinks that they don't have a choice? How, how do I choose myself in a situation where I feel like I can't choose myself? Okay, wow, that is a tough question. But I just want to add on first, with growing, yeah. Um, do you know the term growing pains? Also, like the reason why you, when yes, you're growing yes. up, you feel a little pain in your joints and all that. That's mm-hmm. what growth feels like, even in real life and in adulthood and all that. You would have to go through that uncomfortability to understand. But yeah, to I know for a fact that in the Philippines, that not all of us have the privilege to choose. That's a very good thing to say. If it's true, my I have I've had friends who who are like right now being the breadwinner they they had to be taking up other responsibilities because of family problems yes. and all the like and they don't really have a choice to do that so again if you don't have a choice what at certain points if you don't have that choice to make that big choice for example a career decision that you want to do but you have to do this because you're the breadwinner those are yes those are things that you can't stop so that's something that you have to accept. That's one thing that you can't make a decision on right now on your own. You can't choose yourself on that front. 
but that doesn't mean you can't choose yourself in moments where you can and have the power to do so. How? What do I mean by that? Example: Someone is a breadwinner, and the only reason he's doing his job, even if he hates it, he loathes it, is that he does it for the family. He has to do that. That's what he needs to provide. So he's gonna do that. But it doesn't mean that he's gonna. What when you choose yourself inside the family, knowing it that you're already doing enough for them, you can choose yourself. You can inside the home, you can choose yourself to find like a space for your yourself where you do your own thing, where you have your own moment to actually register an emotion that you need to feel with the safety of your own peace. So. You get to choose yourself in little situations. Again, inner peace and self-love doesn't have to be a grandiose way of doing it. Some, in my end, the way I do it, I don't have my own room. I don't have any. I I have this space, but I also work like almost twenty-four-seven, almost, almost twenty-four-seven. But I do have that level of I need my own space, and if I don't have my own space, I create my own space. So I find the time to do that. I do. I roller skate my emotions away, but those are the times that those are simply already choosing yourself. The fact that you kind of just like sit down with yourself in whatever that's already choosing yourself. Like look at the little stuff that you can control, especially on the big one. I know the advice there is yeah, finding that that balance between being able to choose yourself and preserve your mental health amidst that big decision that you can focus on and work on. Then. The thing here is, when you choose yourself little by little, you get to get the clarity or clarification of how you can hit the big one. On how can you take it on? What decisions do you have to make? What are the other ways that you can do to get to that choice that you want? If you really want to change your career, so you're gonna work on the side, leading it, putting in the work, small wins, big wins, and then at some point, it's just gonna reach there. I'm gonna tell you because it. Honestly, when you put in the work, really just put in the work, the, it it magnifies so many things. I really never thought that I'm gonna be doing a radio host. I never really thought that I'm gonna stay continuing doing a podcast. I never thought that I'm gonna host. I just went for it and did it, and I'm reaping the benefits now because I don't know. I just tried and tried and tried. Like I did find different ways. I did find, like I did fail in a lot of things, but. Where I am today, I am grateful for it because I knew that I worked hard for all those moments. That yes. you know, and even at that point, I've always, I you're always gonna doubt yourself. That never fails. That never stops. But the way you fight that doubt is accepting that you're always gonna think that people are better than you. So what? So what? Yes. Why are you? Why do we have to compare that? Yeah, they probably are. He's probably cuter than me. He's probably greater at speaking than me. But nobody does it the way that I could, the way that I put myself into there, and that's me, and that's my signature. Like that, that's that that you have to think about that the uniqueness, the individuality that you bring into the table. So yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love the energy. Um, I think in relation to that, I'm a firm believer that. Um, Uh, small progress is still progress. You know, it's a journey and a continuous one. And uh, it also goes to show that we really have to put an effort to. I mean, there are situations that we cannot control, but we what we can control is how we react to them, 
right? And also Definitely. at the same time, we have to normalize not invalidating our own feelings. If you're sad, then be sad. If you're angry, then be angry. That's what you really feel, right? I think it's it was a continuous journey for me. <laughs> it, it it was a process, and um, I can say that even if I've already found that um, you know inner peace in me, that I I can already um, validate my own feelings. There are times still. As an overthinker, na nago overthink pa rin ako, you know. And what I do to overthink these um, negative thoughts in my head is to keep in mind that okay, these are just negative thoughts, but I can still control my life. I can still control my decisions, and my decisions now will will manifest in the future. Like all the all all the benefits of these decisions that I do now and that I make now, sa future ko siya makikita, and I'm ready and I'm excited for it. And it doesn't mean that it's something good that's gonna happen. I mean, I'm looking forward to something good that's gonna happen. But yeah. at the same time, I also believe that challenges are always in there. It's not always a happy place, exactly. right? Especially when you're passionate about something. It's a lonely road. Not not everyone will will uh, will feel will feel what you feel when you talk about the things that you're passionate about, right? Not exactly. everyone will will feel that excitement, that enthusiasm of talking about podcasting, talking about writing a book yeah. and everything because it's you. And some some yeah. other people may, may be agreeing with you, maybe um maybe proud of you and everything. We are thankful, but there really are times wherein you have to pat yourself and say you're doing a good job. It, exactly. Yeah. Self-affirmation is the best. I think yun talaga, exactly. self-affirmation is the best. Um so um, moving forward, we've talked about what, how do we define love and how we find love and everything, self-love. So now we, we now go to that point wherein you sh- may, may you share with us how you take care of yourself emotionally, physically, mentally. How do you do it? Like, what are the different advice that you may give our listeners? Like I'm pretty sure one of it is making coffee in the morning and sharing it on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, love your definitely. videos. Oh, thank you. Now those were um okay. So uh, again, uh, there's this in TikTok. There's something okay. So here's what I want to start with um, to to better to accept things and actually learn more about like. How do you do that? Like, how do you do the self-love? How do you continue finding that peace? Is you actually have to accept that it's not peaceful. Accept the truth. It's not peaceful. The world is not peaceful. Do you think that I don't get stressed when I see the news? I do. I I let it out. I be like, this like you know, I do that. I I I just do it. But um yeah, so finding the little stuff, controlling the little things that you can. But what the best thing I did was to combat it with gratitude. So how how else do how else do we do that? Gratitude is like more of that idea of you know understanding again that there's so many things that you don't control, but you have so many things to also be thankful for. That's also in your plate. Because in this soul universe that we have right now, social media and all the likes, provided us this failure, not failure, like this flawed sense of perfection. 
where life was always perfect, where life was always like this, where life should be grandiose in so many ways. And what you achieve in life is supposed to be grandiose. But what you don't see is that all the little things that you do is also grand in its own scheme of things. Because it is a part of a masterpiece. It is a part of a masterpiece, which is what your life is. And the best thing that you want to feel, and this is where I felt really good more than ever, is that feeling very more connected with the people that I interact with, especially with the things that I'm passionate about. For example, roller skating, podcasting, these people, when I see them, I see, and I see TikTok content creators, I see people who are very talented in what they do, who are very passionate in creating their stuff. And then I don't find the reason why to hate them. I would feel like, oh, I think I can do better. I would try to compare myself. But I would always have to go back to it. They do this out of something that they want to do for themselves. I have to respect that. I should. It's not going to be an easy road. But yeah, doing the things that you like. That's one. Tamang sinabi mo is coffee in the morning. I do that. But here's... Because <laughs> here's everybody what everybody thinks. Eh. Like everybody thinks most of the time that extraordinary people people who are famous and rich really do a lot do something special but what they don't understand everybody's life it has this sort of cycle of mundane mundane the, the normal cycle of their life and the way you treat tweak yourself your your routine your everything in that life what you try to put what value you try to put in your life in yourself you develop like you know you develop that sense of who you are and it, it will show in your outward life Like, for example, if you don't put in the work, I keep telling you putting in the work, if you don't put in the work to love yourself, it will not magnify. It will not show outwardly to other people because you're not really loving yourself. You're just using it as an excuse to be selfish. But it really just goes into the intention of doing that. So, um, you choose the little things. You find doing little things peaceful for you. Maybe writing a notebook, watching the series. You schedule it. Actually, what I do is I schedule myself here. <laughs> I schedule it. I schedule it on Wednesdays, where it's the middle <laughs> of the week, and I need to like take care of myself because I'm already stressed the past few days. Like that's how I do it. Or sometimes I just be like, oh, I'm gonna sleep. I'm just gonna nap it out, and then I'm gonna be back okay again. Like those are the allowing yourself to feel all those emotions means that you are accepting that there isn't something that you can't control all the time. But there is, you know, what you can do to make you feel better. And minsan magtatagal. There would be emotions like me being upset with, I have moments where I'm upset with my siblings so much that I don't want to talk to them for like three days. And then after three days, I'll be like, oh, hi, kapista. Like, Parang wala nangyari, no? Yeah, I had to feel it. But that's normal. So, yeah, choosing the little things. Talagang, For me, self-reflection, journal, gratitude, practicing all those. It's so much because to share to you guys. I mean, there's so much more. But I leave it with that idea that, you know, a lot of the things starts with accepting so many truths in the world. And then figuring out your intentions and your why of doing your things is the most powerful thing that you could do. Accepting that, you know, um, you will doubt yourself all the time. You will not always be good at something and people will always be better than you. But the way you change it, the way you create your habits in your normal life, your normal routine, because everybody's life is normal until you think it isn't. You know, until you have that perspective. No, he's not normal. He's amazing. No, he's not amazing. He is who he is because of the habits that he formed doing that. You know, the habits form you, who you become, who you are now makes you who you become. 
You know, if you're someone who is lazy now, you'll still be lazy at the end of the day until you change something about it, until you try something about it. Like, there are so many, it's so crazy because there's so many self-help things telling you that people who wake up at 4 a.m. tend to be more successful. Not really. You talk about coronavirus <laughs> and sleeping, you know. People have, like, it's up all the time like that. There are yes. so many other people. Individuality comes in. But the habits that you try to form within that is also gonna, you know, magnify. And you'll find the time that when even when things are crazy and hard, you still find time to enjoy the little things that you have. Like, for example, I, myself, the TikTok videos that I do, I had my first TikTok and I stopped doing the first one, the first TikTok because I didn't get so much views. And I, I found out, I joined Clubhouse and they were telling me that, they were te- talking about this one. If you start a new account and then you just do things in your niche, it's gonna blow up easily. It's gonna blow up more. So how does that work? Like, so you, parang ikaw, you're gonna talk to yourself, you're gonna be like, oh, I don't have to do it again. I'm getting those followers and more than you are now. Do it again, again. So that's already stopping you from doing something, diba? Doing, trying something that out of your comfort zone. So I tried. And suddenly, I get a lot of reactions. So like, wow, wow. I, like, I never thought that that would, you know, putting my thoughts out there, putting my ganyan. So, you know, you would never really know nga din talaga. Until you try, you would never know. But that, what I always try to do, yeah, you know what, I've been going on dragging so much. But I'll give you something na lang, what I did. I found this, there's this word called savers that I do that makes me feel better every day. Savers, what is savers? So savers, I heard this from Isabel Palacios, who's a YouTuber that talks about law of attraction. So what I do each and every morning is I don't touch my phone first. That makes a huge difference. Sit down with yourself. So S for savers is silence. Focus on the silence. When you wake up, dedicate a minute, 30 seconds, a minute, or how many, how long you can last. Which is sitting with yourself in silence, allowing your thoughts to pull through, coming out into your head. What are your anxious thoughts? What are your thoughts that you're excited about? Just let it flow good and well for at least a few seconds or minutes. Just silent, sitting down. Then that's where you start with affirmations. Say something like, today is going to be a great day. I'm going to be the amazing teacher that I am and I'm going to teach with the best of my abilities. I will, you know, affirmations, start with that. Giving you that boost of direction in your day and your goal for the day. Savers, visualization comes after. You visualize, you can visualize a good day. You can visualize your dream. You can visualize your favorite place that you're gonna have or like your future house. Specificity of it, you're gonna have two bedrooms. It's a Nordic themed house. Like you have to get to that belief that you're gonna get that kind of house and feel that. And it's just gonna raise your energy, your spirits, your goals. And then we have exercise. You have to exercise your body because with that, it's scientifically proven. It releases good hormones, happy hormones, serotonin, and all the likes. Um, do exercise. Just walk. You know, um, do anything that gets your body physically going, even for just 15 minutes. That is enough to get you in a different mindset. A, a working out. Somebody who works out really just has a different mindset. I swear, it does really help a lot. It, it gives you that feeling of satisfaction every time you do it. So savers, exercise, and then R is what's the R? I forgot. Oh my goodness. Wait. R. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we have silence, 
Oh, reading. Artist reading. What I always try to say is that I'm not a reader, but I did try. I did focus on learning how to read more, learning how to read more of the books that I wanted to. So I did buy a couple of books and it did help me out. So I suggest if you're not a reader, get, get an article, learn something new each and every day. If you read something that adds to your value, adds to who you are and your knowledge, it will make you feel better. It will make it will make you feel like oh something I learned something today. I learned something new. I read something that added value to what I know and what I can do in my life. And that 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 is gonna give you that feeling of okay, it's not so bad. So even when your day goes bad, even when your day goes drastically dramatic at the end of it, you're gonna be like okay, writing it down. Today I read this one and I've learned this one and I did this one. I I discovered this about myself. So those are the good things that you can notice about yourself like your day. Aside from the bad ones that happen, and then scribbles. Yeah, that's journaling, that's drawing, that's writing, that's really just figuring out and letting those things out in the notebook, where you can read it, where you can self-reflect afterwards. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't know how much you've grown from one point to another if you don't have a record of it. So yeah, history books. That's it. That's all. Amazing. Amazing. Alam mo magamit ko ngayon. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's... it helps. It really helps, no? It's um, it's something that you're not comfortable with, but still try mo siya because it gives you peace. And I think again, like what he said, I just like to reiterate that for you to find your peace, you must first accept the fact that it is not peaceful at all, right? And yes. for you to find that peace within you, you must also discover what are these different um factors that gives peace in me. Is it um? Writing, writing, writing in my journal. Is it reading a book? Is it making coffee in the morning? Right, those are the little things. And like what you said, these little things add up to something bigger, and it affects your whole well-being. And this is this podcast is all about well-being, taking care of yourself, your mental health, and this is not just a an advocacy for now, but it should always be something that you give we give importance to. Right, and I think exactly. it's it's just sad that uh, it just took this pandemic to you know to have so many people uh, realize that mental health and well-being is really something that you should look out for. But until at least now, we now understand. Most of the people understand how it feels to not feel like your your mental health is at its best. Place or yeah. um, the feeling of not being good enough, you know, especially now in the pandemic, that you're isolated in a place and you feel like you're you're thinking of a lot of things. And I think what you like what you mentioned a while ago, it is where it's sitting down with yourself in silence that you discover more of what what you what you want and discovering more of how you can make your life a life of purpose. Exactly. Right, and it's this podcast has been very it's insightful, and I hope our listeners have learned so many things to take care of their mental health and well-being. And we are um, with you in your journey towards self-love. Yes, Ad, self-love and taking care of yourself, discovering more of what you can do. And believe me, believe us, you can. As long as you put an action to what you want in your vision, you really can. Yeah. So before we end the podcast, anything that you would like to plug in, Ad, your podcast or anything else, your shows? Of 
course. Okay, hi. Okay, I'm Amy or Amy Jordan. I have a podcast called Love, Growth, and Freedom, a podcast that believes in love, acknowledges growth, and encourages freedom. So it's really more of like um, a, a podcast that tells you experiences before I try to explain to you what's going on. But the seasons that I've had already talks about self-love and season one, season two is acceptance, forgiveness, and healing, accepting things that you can't control. And third is how do we heal? How do we get over those things? So it, there's a lot of things. And then the fourth one is gratitude. And the fifth one, which is coming soon, is more about understanding that losing motivation is a normal part of life and how we can deal with it in so much like more of a practice rather than just a one-time thing. So yeah, it's a cycle. And then lastly, you can watch me at Vlogapalooza uh, every Thursday. So we do have advice Thursdays if you're into like learning more about um, body positivity, self-love. I do have a segment of my own show at Vlogapalooza Facebook page every Thursday, 6.30. And I also spin. I also have guestings and interviews with radio shows every 6 to 8 p.m. Mondays to Fridays at freshfmph.com. Yeah, thank you so much, AD, for accepting our invite for this podcast. Thank you so much, everyone. This has been Erica, your host for the Benil Red Cross Youth Council's mental health campaign, Hashtag Usap Tayo. See you in our next episode. Paalam! Paalam! Thank you!